one guys thanks for joining us again it's the highlight of our week it is we get to catch up and talk about how vicious people are at the moment there's something in the air something's going fucking crazy yeah. i'm not sure if it's just us or if you're experiencing no, it out I've, there it's look the moon in leo everyone's going nuts except the leos the leos are calm as fucking butter and then everyone else is just Stamping their feet like little children and shit. It's a weird time. Fucking crazy. And it's sort of fucking cold in Melbourne and as well. And it's freezing. That's right. My freezing. God. I had to do some work outside today and it was very unpleasant. Oh, yeah. And the, and the mornings have been horrible. Mm. Freezing my tits off. So I'm sort of, uh, you know, envious of all the people in Europe at the moment having their, having their bloody midwinter... Holiday over there in summer Europe. Yeah, 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 that's right. Amazing. Mm. So today we're doing a compilation album again. This is one of my favourite ones and it's it's a really – like you guys love the compilation albums. It's Rock Trip 82. What a fucking ripper record this was. I remember this. Yeah. But look at this the cover. Fantastic. The cover – his eyes are really cock- – he's got cocky eyes. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, I have. I didn't I notice that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, 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 that it real always really off put me. And they're, they're, yeah, right. they're very clo- close set eyes, you know, which yeah. I find a bit un- bit unsettling. Yeah, because it reminds me of in the 80s there were those glass heads with you put your headphones on. Like that was sort of a period that everyone bought a glass head to put their headphones on. And I think that's what that was about. They only yeah. sort of they're only sort of around for six months, but everyone bought like a green glass head or a white glass head and put their their um, headphones on it because we used to always sit by the stereo and listen to the headphones. There were no little jacks or anything, you know. It was cool to have like a head or a mannequin or yeah. something like that in your house in the eighties, and sort of you know you you dress them up, put a few clothes on them and stuff, and they'd always yeah. have a name. They'd always have a name. Yeah, that's right. But, they um, would. This was uh, released. This album was released. Rock Trip '82 was released by CBS in 1982 in Australia. So yes. on, um, uh, big on vinyl, obviously. And Huge. this that was uh, ABC with Poison Arrow. That was track four. That's right. So we started with track four. Personally, I don't think we play enough ABC. And they're amazing. They're probably that album for me was one of my favorite albums ever. Pretty strong for a debut album. Um, oh, well, I know Beauty Stab was before it. Um, so they had another album before it. But that this ah. was the 80s one. So Beauty Stab had like a ah, yes. bullfighter in the front of it. So I That's went right. from this album, which was the lexicon of love from memory, into yep. Beauty Stab. I sort of went backwards. But really great album. The model in this is that bloody old slag. What's her name? She goes, I will never love you. You know that they put a glass over her and he locks her in the glass. She's like a big fucking model on the bloody, um, you know, she's, oh, God. Oh, Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump. She yeah, was that's famous right. for this. She was yeah, famous. Yeah, Lisa Vanderpump right. from uh, fucking Beverly Hills Housewives. Or and and quite beautiful in this video and striking. I remember being uh, a little girl going, oh, I'd like to be as powerful as her. She was gorgeous, and this this sort of that that made her. You know, she was she became a bit of a knit girl from, she from was. this clip. Yeah, and in these days, the video clip chicks—that's all they needed. Sometimes, you know, like if they yeah. were in a video, that could start their whole career. 
Well, it's sort of everybody was asking who who's this chick, you yeah. know. They, often often they were unknowns that would be sort of plucked out and showcased. Yeah. And, you know, especially if the song was a big hit, they would be sort of syn- synonymous with the song and exactly. they would be a big hit, you know. So, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like Tawny Kitten, Catan, Tawny Catan. Yeah, Tawny Catan. Um, in uh, bloody White Snake, yeah, sort of yeah. similar thing. But she was a bit more new romantic, and you know, and did the whole rap in the song, which I don't think it was her, but it may have been. Who knows? I didn't even look mm. into that. So Rock Trip. So the first track on Rock Trip was Goody Two Shoes. Did you like it? Goody Two Shoes. Um, I'm not generally a fan of Adamant. Yeah, I. I, I, he's one of those artists where it's like not he's not actually memorable for his music. That's hugely controversial. Yeah, I love I love a min, million adamant. Um, yeah, adamant fans after screaming you. at me. Yeah, I, I doubt there's that many though. You know, <laughs> it'll just it'll just add to your week of fuckwit screaming at you. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah, adamant fans. Yeah. Jesus, fucking, Christ. and they are line. weird. Well, you know, they're weird people. They're not easily. Uh, they're a bit dark, which is good. He was – he was. it's funny because it's – you know, you and I often talk about this phenomenon when when a lot of 80s bands and tribute shows do an 80s show, yeah. they will always have some cunt dressed up as Adamant. Fact. And it's like, yep. yes, his image was notable, but I don't think the music was. I don't know. No, I, th- I, I was um, – we'll play the song in a minute, but – I think the production's really toppy. Like it's very toppy and sharp and until the bass comes in it sort of rounds it out a bit. But I didn't like the sound of the track. Like I didn't like the production. And Mm -hmm. I remember thinking as a kid, this really hurts my ears, you know. Yeah, But I think this was Adamant's first solo song without the ants. So he stood on the ants. He squashed them. Yeah, and, burnt uh, them with a a, uh, magnifying glass. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And – this is Goody Two Shoes. Drink, don't smoke. What do you do? It's funny because he, um, this, you know, this was, I think, his first solo single. Yeah. But he used all the ants. Yeah, he like did. He used most of the blokes on on it anyway. Yeah, bizarre, bizarre. Did you realise um, this song was a cover as well? No, I didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Now, the film clip, um, you know, talking about sort of it girls from film clips, uh, it has a bit of a bit of an it girl in the clip as well. Um, Caroline Munro, who's a, uh, a British actress, was in it. Ah. Gorgeous cheek. Amazing. See, yeah, goody- but- yeah, keep going. Sorry, honey. Oh, just just not a huge uh, Adamant fan. That just, no. just my personal taste. Well, I... I, I- Look, you know, I, I know what you mean. You go to an 80s themed party or there's some 80s bands that do the fucking McCure chrome on underneath their eyes or the zinc cream and, and then a couple of little, I don't even know, get an adamant jacket. But I think um, Freddie from Queen has taken over that now. Like a lot of people are dressing as Freddie. But uh, the adamant thing at parties was a big thing and it was always 
someone that looked nothing like him, you know. Yeah, Just with yeah. This, this bit of zinc cream, it was a cheap thing. This reminds me of when Maddie went for the part of Adamant for the In Excess um, movie or the, sit, the sitcom that's so horrible. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because um, he drove to the audition. It was, at, it was from Adam – because Maddie loves a dress-up. We all know that. And mm. it was out of Maddie and this other English guy or maybe they had to act English. I can't remember. And he was down to the, the last two and they gave it to the other dude. But he had to – because pretty much what happened was In Excess toured with Adamant and they rooted all his women. So he wasn't happy with In Excess, you know. Oh, In Excess rooted all Adamant. Yeah, chicks. got all his – yeah, got all the ants oh, and screwed that's them. That's a shame. You know. Got them all the ant. Yeah, I mean, rooted, God, rooted all the ant chicks. Rooted, rooting all the ant chicks. I'd rather root Hutchie before fucking Adam any any oh, day. Oh God, yeah. Oh. You know, unreal. Yeah. Goody two shoes. Adamant uh, was the song one on side one. Rock Troop eighty two. Now the next one I've got. This brings back such funny memories for me. I was going to jazz ballet in 1982 at Clayton Town Hall, and it was a really cheap dance school, like a fucking thrown together dance school. And this was the song the mothers performed to. And I'll let you know a bit more about it after this track. So blue jeans talk, Dr. Hawk. There we go. How does she make him talk? I don't get it. Oh, yeah, right. I know. It's a tricky one. So I just watched the video before. This is side one, song two. Uh, just by her ass moving in the jeans. So Ah, uh, yeah, that, making a noise. Yeah, that's right. So I used to go to jazz just ballet. Their, just their fat legs rubbing up against well, each other. Well, was, she was a cutie. <laughs> Bums were quite big in the 80s, like in oh, this yes. time. Beautiful, luck, yep. like really nice, like a pair of Lee jeans, nice big bum. But um, she had a beautiful bum, the girl, in this video. These two guys interest me. They were very close, these two. Like they were really good mates and they were really good on Hey Hate Saturday and they were funny, you know. But one yeah. of them had a fucking cowboy hat on and a bloody eye patch and the other one was kind of normal. So I always found them interesting and musically this song's a really well put together song, you know. I always thought fucking Dr. Hook was the one with the eye patch and the hat. I don't know who Dr. Hook was. Was just the name of the band. That's right, it was the name of the band. But I thought that was his name. Yeah, 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 nah, nah. (laughs) They weren't that clever. There was no Tinkerbell anywhere. Um, His name was Ray Sawyer, the dude with the patch. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Absolutely, mm. Ray Sawyer. Um, and Aussies loved this band. It was like, baby makes a blue jeans. Like it was fucking huge. So I do this ballet thing and I don't even remember what my song was but I was in my little black leotard and, and my mum my mom and my dad and my grandmother and grandfather had come, right? So oh. it's, it's time for the mothers to come out and the mothers are like huge. You know, mothers in the 80s. They were big, some some of them, you know. Like I found women thinned oh, out as they got older. So they yeah. came out with these blue jeans on and the biggest bums, like, you know, and my dad was roaring laughing in front of everyone, like on the ground Oh, you laughing. mean the mums the were mums dancing? The mums of the kids, yeah. Oh, I would have been so fucking embarrassed. So embarrassing. I, I would have had to leave. 
Oh, well, my dad was on the ground rolling. So then oh, my fuck. grandmother started laughing. <laughs> All my family are like laughing their minds. I remember looking at my grandmother and I couldn't understand it because I was like, oh, why fuck. are they laughing at the mums? Like they're not. Yeah, I don't the, get it. It was just step ball change, kick, step ball change, kick, wiggle, 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 <laughs> wiggle, step ball change, flick yeah. your head. And they just thought they were the shit, you know, like it was their Pump only time pussy. out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I think it's before microwaves. We even had to cook with fucking ovens. It took a long time, right? But um, yeah. my dad was laughing so – he's got such a la- loud laugh that we – I just kept looking at my family laughing their heads off and then I thought, <laughs> oh, this, this must be funny somehow because I didn't think as a kid, you know. I just thought Fuck they looked like out. shit. I didn't know. But, yeah, very brings up great memories with this song and it – Dr. Hook was a big family favourite for Aussie families. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Well, they started in the 70s and they were just like really sort of folky and feel good, you know. They yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, they were just not not overly sophisticated. It was just easy music to listen to. Yeah. And we loved them as well in my family. Yeah, I, I had a bit of fall. I, I kind of went in there for a while and sort of enjoyed them for a bit and then went, what the fuck am I doing? I'm ten steps away from air supply. Don't, stop it, stop it, you know, slapping my own face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it's great. So Baby Makes a Blue Jean Talk. We don't play much of Dr Hook. There you go, Dr Hook fans. Now the third track on side one of Rock Troop 82 was Johnny, Men at Work. Be good, be good, be good. Johnny. We've, we've played that before on we the have. show, I believe, we to have. showcase the, uh, the sax. Is that right? Oh, yeah, we did. We did the saxophone one, absolutely. I know yeah. we've mentioned it. I'm not sure if we've played it or not. but we Sax yeah, Pest, definitely. I think it was called. Yeah, we have. That's right. Because we right. like it. We like it, Johnny. Yeah, I love it. I love that song for uh, Men at Work. For Men at awesome. Work. Yeah. Yeah. So then we yeah. go back to track four, Poison Arrow, ABC. Track hey, five. Hey, I wanted to clear yeah. up. You know, um, I, I just wanted to qu- – uh, I don't care, but I just wanted to clear up for the pedantic ones and the ABC fans that may be listening – Bloody um, uh, Lexicon of Love is their debut album, baby, and they followed oh. up with, yeah, they followed up with Beauty Stab in '83. Oh, November I thought it was the other way around. I always did too. Oh, I always okay. did too for some reason. Yeah, um, but yeah, Lexicon came out in '82, and then the following year, Beauty Stab in November. Oh 83. my god! I also so want to clear up from Madonna special last week. I don't know what I, I had a bad week. I kept saying, I did say that physical attraction was the B-side to burning up but then I got caught in a rut and I was talking about the B-side of holiday being physical attraction. So that wasn't the situation, guys. I listened back and I went, oh, my God, I fucking, I was just on another planet. But, um, (laughs) yeah, physical attraction was the B-side to burning up. We did Mm. say it once and then I fucked it sort of. But anyway, um, yeah, no, awesome. I love Lexicon of Love. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Um, Just amazing musicians, you know. Yeah, really good. And still playing their songs now, you know. Yep, yep, great act. Fifth track on side one was Poi, uh, sorry, Hurt So Good. Hurt So Good. Come on, babe. And I'm not going to play that either. I get that. John Cougar, your mate. John Cougar, yeah, my mate, yeah. Uh, Sixth track on Rock Trip was Temporary Heartache by Swanee. Temporary heartache. (laughs) So, yeah, that wasn't bad. I knew knew if you sung it that you couldn't stand to play it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't want to play it. I was going to and then I went, oh, no, Swanee, this time of the day, I don't know. I don't mind if I was a carpenter, Swanee, but this one's, it's, I mean, it's produced really well. And he's also yeah. Barnsley's brother. That's right. So he yeah. had a great voice. There's some great voices in that family. Now the next one I've got. You do is, love this one. Oh, I love it. Here we go. I can hold on to I know you think I'm like 
Love it. Very catchy, isn't it? I love it. One day we will do this track. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Um, I it started numbers. a big um, – apparently started a big fad of people actually calling that number. Right, um, yeah, of course, yeah. And it always makes me think, like, is that where Depeche Mode got the idea for Personal Jesus when they were advertising that and they were sort of releasing Personal Jesus and they put that ad in the paper saying – yeah. Call if if you want your own personal Jesus, call this number. And people used to call it, and and the song would be playing on the other end. And I just always thought that was fucking ingenious. Genius, absolutely, yeah. mm. unbelievable marketing. Bit like now, that it, guy that did that movie and did the phone number for the movie. That really shit movie that Maddie loves and we piss ourselves at. He did a big billboard in LA. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. What's the, that's he got, right. He couldn't act and anything. He couldn't act. He couldn't do much. But he had this movie out, and it's like he a just cult. had that genius fucking marketing idea of yeah. getting a billboard on, yeah, on Sunset yeah. Strip, and it's everyone a cult saw thing. it. Yeah, and they they called out called up out of curiosity and found out all about the film. Yeah, fucking ingenious, ingenious. Yeah, exactly. But hey, tell me, is it Tommy Tommy Two Tone or is it Tommy Two Tony? Tom, Tommy Two Tone. Yeah, right. Yeah, Tommy Two Tone. They're just spelt. I was never sure. Different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's mm. how I've sort of heard it. I don't know. I yeah, might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Jenny's a good song. Jenny's a good chick. Jenny's a bit better than fucking Jesse. I like Jenny. Yes, sounds like it. A bit more fun. Yeah, a little bit more fun. That's right. I not, love. I love it. Not a slut. No, that's right. And this album um, had a lot of different sort of styles of music on it as well and that's why I like it because yeah. it introduced you to a lot of new bands. I mean, some of these are mainly one-hit wonders but, I mean, God, they really are, you know. Um, but this next one definitely isn't a one-hit wonder. We uh, This is where I first fell in love oh, with the man himself. Here we go. Fucking ache. There you go. Fucking amazing controversy single from the album Controversy released amazing. in 81. 81 and it was his fourth album. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. He, he released his debut in 78. He released yep. four albums in that time. Fucking incredible. Ah, oh, genius. Yeah, love it. This is a beautiful album. This is a beautiful track and a beautiful album. Yep. Absolutely. We've talked about controversy many a times. We should actually do an album review on controversy because uh, yeah. it's very interesting. It's it's uh, very um, – oh, it's just before it's time really. Like it's just so incredible and the sounds of the keyboards and just the songs and the, and the – the, the nature of the subjects, you know, is something it's definitely never one heard of his before. best. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. What I love, you know, what I love, what I love about you always think of sort of Prince in reference, I guess, to um, Michael Jackson and Madonna because they shared that upper upper echelon of eighties fame where they became iconic. You know what I mean? They're mm. all born in the same year. They're all from the Midwest of America and and they just did fucking incredible things with yeah. their life. Yes. Um and um the thing that I love about Prince though is that 
um, my, like Michael Jackson was trained from an early, you know, trained from a little kid and um, had that exposure and years and years and years of training and success through his teens and then had all of that before he then sort of went solo. So he had like this amazing apprenticeship before he went solo. You know, you would you would think yeah, well, that's that right. all of that fucking training and everything, you you would expect that sort of when he goes solo, it's going to be a good a big deal, you know what I mean? Prince had to do it on his own. And I know his um I know his dad was a muso and that he grew up with music, but they, you know, from what I understand, they were quite poor. He lived in a poor neighbors neighborhood. Um and and Prince sort of I mean in in 81 MJ was still sort of singing with the Jacksons and that kind of thing. Um, Prince is fucking releasing cool shit like this. Oh, definitely. And he's the musician of the two. Even though in saying that, Michael's an amazing songwriter but and he could do things with his mouth and explain how he wanted the song to go. That was the thing that I loved about Michael was that he would – do things with his mouth and explain the, to the music. Yeah, the beatbox stuff yeah. was great. Where Prince would have just sat played there it. and played guitar and then put the bass down and the drums and he sort of learnt everything because he wanted to write music. Yeah, you know, yeah. And incredible. They're, they're sort of the same time but completely different artists, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really um, – it's funny because they sort of be, – they – I guess they grew towards each other because there was nobody as big as them uh, within the African American community, and that that's why they would often get compared. You know, they would they would always sort of they they were like the light and dark of each other, and they couldn't have been more different. Yeah, and another thing is um, MTV were only really playing these two people. Prince and, and because it was they weren't allowing black artists to be on MTV and we did a great MTV episode. That's one of my favourite episodes that we've done on M- yeah. MTV. So have a look at that. But it was everyone just went, you've got to put Michael Jackson on MTV and, and then Prince and they were, they were just always seen. It wasn't easy for black artists to break through really. There nah, were a lot out nah. there that we knew about and stuff like that but they just weren't given the, the time of day, you know. Yeah, exactly right. There's a great interview with Whitney actually where they, you know, the, 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 the naive MTV interviewer says to her, oh, what are your sort of early memories of MTV? And she just sort of cuts through the bullshit and says, oh, well, yeah, no, I, I definitely have memories and they're of like how fucking hard it was to get on onto the network, you know, like they were just barring my music. Yeah. Well, that's why I love our MTV, our version of it with the podcast because we weren't positive about it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, there's music videos on. It was about the Jacksons having such a hard time to get their stuff on the TV, you know. It was quite literal. It wasn't, oh, it was really good because people used to wear fluorescent and dance around, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really liked that episode because we broke through the shit as well and it was all truth, you know. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, controversy amazing. So track nine, which is the last track on the record, is Never Been To Me by Charlene. We've talked about this one before as well. We don't like it. Hey, lady, you lady, searching for your crack. (laughs) I get fucking goosebumps from it. It, like, like not in a good way. No. It's sort of I'd rather watch my mum dancing singing fucking Dr. Hook, you know. It's exactly, I know, well, that's right. Dr. Hook's a little bit easier on the ear but Charlene never been to me. Like they flogged that for years and it never did anything and then I think someone took hold of it and then it went sort of through the roof. But mm. very housewife that wants to get out of her marriage vibe, you know. Oh, yeah. She should have just bought a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they could have put it in the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been Sounds awesome. Sounds like a country song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody. That's, that's, Turn that's it a on. Ba- it's yeah, a banger, well, excuse the pun. Should have given out dildos when you brought the song, mate. That would have been a better fucking marketing Fuck point. Yeah. Here's yeah. your free dildo. Like when you go to Sexpo, they give you a little show bag with a dildo. They're always good fucking shit. 
Always so good. Cool. They work all right. I'm just, um, really buy, I'm just really buying it for the dildo. Oh, thank you. Mate, absolutely. Used to, they used to because they'd break you in with the plastic dildo and then you'd go out and buy the fucking, you know, 4WD version. <laughs> you know, start you off. But, yeah, Sexpo was awesome for that. But uh, that is the first side of um, Rock Trip 82. I love it. And we're just going to have a commercial break now and we'll be back back with you. We love our Melbourne people. They've been putting us wow. in the iTunes charts. Do you remember that jingle from the Seven News? I don't know. Oh no, because you were Queensland. Melbourne was like another country for me around this yes, time. Yes, true, true. So we would get this probably about five to six every night before the news came on. This ad, and it had uh, all the news people in it, and it was shot in Melbourne. But anyway, hello, just Melbourne. Just to make you feel, just to make you feel good about being in Melbourne. Yeah, well, it just Channel 7. Yeah, well, that's right. Everyone had their own one for each sort of territory or whatever. But um, it did make you feel like it was sort of the end of the day and dinner time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, here we yeah. go. You know? Yeah. Must be dinner we're time. Where that fucking love you, Brisbane. That's right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Love you, Brisbane. But Melbourne have been really good to us. They love their compilation albums and they've been putting this in the charts, iTunes charts. So, and Spotify has been doing really well as well. Thank you so much for listening, Melbourne. We love you and all around Australia. And coming and supporting us at our live show with Rewind 80s. We just sold out a venue, I believe. We did. We just sold out the Bird's Basement in Melbourne. Hello, Melbourne. So we're going to see 161 lucky people. On Saturday night, doing Rewind 80s, which is awesome. Mika was too slow. He's going to stay home. Well, hang on. There's a ticket left. Oh, there's one is there? ticket left. Yeah, one ticket I'll left. I'll let him babe. know. I'll let him yeah. know if he's quick enough. Yeah, if he's quick enough. There is like we've got one ticket left. How bizarre is that? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, hell. Yeah. So thank you if you if you're coming to Bird's Basement. I know that a couple of our patrons are coming to Bird's Basement. It's amazing. And oh, we're brilliant. doing Albury tomorrow night, Friday the 18th of August. We're going to the SSNA. Uh, I keep saying show, but it's SSNA Club in Albury. Good old Bobby's going to look after us up there, Bobby Harris. And uh, he's been on the phone to me. He's a lovely guy. And we're going to have a big 80s night up there and it's going to be a dance floor and stuff like that. So get your tickets if you want to come to that one. Uh, brilliant. Very exciting. Can't wait to go up to Albury. I love Albs. There is. And there's a lot of new gigs coming in, guys. I'm just doing artwork at the moment. Uh, Cardinal Cultural Centre, which is in Pakenham, December the 2nd. And there's one in Shepparton coming up, but I can't announce just yet uh, because it hasn't been announced, but amazing. So side two we're up to, JB. Beautiful. B-side. Good start, good opening this one, track one. Very good. Here we go. Let's, let's go for it.
Human League. I saw um, uh, an ad for them today. They're, uh, they're t- still touring. You know, smashing, the trio. Smashing. Smashing Australia with ticket sales Susan at the and moment. Joe. Yeah. Absolutely. Sold out everywhere. Their mm. 2023 Australian tour, they're going all around Oz and they can't fucking see enough people. They're with Culture Club, I think, in one situation. I think oh, that'd they're be with, great. But they're on their own and a lot of those are. Sold out, like the Palais and stuff, like big venues, you know. Yeah, They're doing yeah. really well because it wasn't that long ago. Well, they were out before COVID. So this is the COVID tour, you know. We're all getting back yeah. to normality. But, yeah, amazing. And I think they're playing Dare in order. So that's what it is as well. Oh, great. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Smashing it. smashing it. Can't believe it. I'm looking at the sales going, Jesus. Which is great. Yeah. Congratulations to Human League. They're they're an amazing live act. They're amazing. They sound great. They look great. And they're incredible. Yeah. And a really sweet production, this one. It's um Yeah, I love the synth. It's really nicely balanced. I love this song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a good good track. Um, but a lot of them are sold out. Please buy your tickets from major ticket selectors. Don't Go to like whatever ticket, you know, that it comes up cheapest. Like really check Buy that go, it's, go. yeah, like go Ticket Tech or whatever they're on. I don't know what they're on. I haven't looked into it. But just, yeah, exactly. Don't go with the – there's a lot of that scamming stuff happening at the moment. Even with Facebook tickets, five tickets left. I've got three to sell. Some prick on Facebook will be like, I've got three to sell. PM me and then you PM them and then send them money and there's no ticket. They're just assholes at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want me off I know the I find that funny. I don't know. It is so funny. It wasn't funny when it happened to a punter of ours one night at the commercial hotel. Oh, my God. she's going, That's I right. didn't get my tickets. And I'm like, what is this thing that's happening? And I then got, I She got scalped. Scalped by someone, yeah, because they have fake profiles and they write um, – you know, it's really unfortunate on Tuesday night I can't go. My dad got hit by a car so I really need to sell this. Like they absolutely go on about it. Yeah. Um, just go direct to ticket sellers, especially with theatres and venues. Go to the venues, you know. And I'll be one of, one of Timor's mates ripping them off. No, I don't know about that. He's so <laughs> honest. He's so honest, Timor. Um don't you want remember me side that, one? Remember that truck I saw the other day? We won't mention the name of the truck, but yeah, you know, yeah, it'll be one of Timor's mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, <laughs> I didn't get that. I don't. I, maybe I wasn't there for that joke. I'm not yes, sure. you did. Yeah, oh, you did. I'll I have to tell you. Off, sh- <laughs> I'll have to tell you off air. It's, okay. It's yeah. Not not for public broadcast. No, probably oh, not. Fuck. <laughs> so side two. Oh, are we going to play the next one? Yeah, uh, no, we're not. Side two was first track, Don't You Want Me. Uh, track two, More Than This, Roxy Music, love it. You're kidding, we're not playing this? I nah, love it. I know, I didn't. I think we've played it before. Oh, we have. But we've we have played a lot of, of them before, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm only doing five on each side. Oh, um, yeah, nice. No, track three was Forever Now. Gonna be forever. You know, cold chisel, which was cute. I didn't mind it. Yeah, that's right. That's the melody. Absolutely. Fucking high song, mate. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Amazing. So you went from Don't You Want Me, which was sort of synthy, to more than this, which was very moody but still synthy. And then yep. Forever Now was your rock stuff. Uh Really interesting marketing on this album. Like a lot of the tracks just didn't fit together but, God, we loved it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, track four I've got because I just love it and I want to promote. Ah, uh, yeah. This is you and Dallas singing it. Oh, we love it. Yeah. So we've yeah. gone from working as a waitress to the waitresses. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I know what boys like, I got what boys like, I know what boys like, I know what guys want, I see them looking, 
Waitresses. Love it. So Dallas is singing a new song on the weekend with Rewind 80s. Oh, of course she but is. the birthday people. Ah, oh, Dallas is doing it. Yeah, I gave it to Dallas because I think it'll mm. suit her. Um, Fantastic. By Altered Images. You won't see another band doing Altered Images, kids. I'll no, you, you won't. And it's happy birthday, happy birthday. I loved it as a kid. So that's Mm. – they've got like 11 birthdays at Birds on Saturday night and some birthdays on the Friday in Albury. So it'll just be a great song to play because it's quite punky and sort of doomed, you know. I love it. I think it's great. So she'll be singing that. But um, we did um, Girls on Stage, episode 139 and 140. We did play The Waitresses, I Know What Girls Like, for female instrumentalists. Really yep. good. This is when Leo was born and I got Dallas over and we did the female. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was about a year ago and they're really good episodes and uh, you, you might enjoy knowing that the female uh, artists, especially with the waitress, uh, the chicken that was the bass player and she was amazing. Yep. You can hear all about that. Now the next song though. Oh, Key Largo, fucking hell. So this is this has got our two favourites on it. It's got fucking yeah. uh, I've Never Been To Me and Key Largo on the one album. I think it was this album that actually helped chart those two tracks. Yeah, probably, possibly. Because it – Well, I look, don't know. otherwise they're very good. Otherwise the song list is great. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But you got to Key Largo, I'm like fucking Key Largo. Blech. Shocking. Old man in boat, young cru- young girl. Yeah. Very bad. Very bad. And she was 16, remember? We looked into it, that little chick. Yeah. And disgusting. he's a horrid old fucking man. Ugh. Ugh. Horrid. He looks Whatever. like he stinks. He does. He does look like he stinks. Not in the area you want to stink in either. No, nah, that's everywhere. right. Would have had dandruff. Yeah. What was his name? Yes. Fucking Bertie, Bertie, Bertie Higgins. Bertie fucking Higgins. Horrible. <laughs> fucking Bertie Higgins. Yeah, put me off Bertie Beatles for fucking months. <laughs> couldn't believe it, right? Just couldn't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, so anyway, Key Largo, you all know that. Number six, side two. Great Aussie band. I love this Mondo. band. Here yeah, we go. So Love it. 
Yeah, I do love these guys as well. Really, um, really good songwriters. Amazing songwriters. And they've got those, oh, they sang those backing vocals live exactly like the record. Yeah. Like they all, like it's kind of like a trendier LRB vibe. Yeah, it is, but yeah. They were kind of pretty. They weren't ugly. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. bit ugly. Um, <laughs> so I liked Mondo Rock and I thought they were all really strong. Each player, you know. Yeah, And I also right. remember the lyric as a kid, this is no time for my confidence to leave me here alone. I loved yeah. that lyric. I was like, hmm, let me just work out what that means. Yeah, what if you didn't have confidence and you couldn't talk yourself around to something, you know. Yeah. Really good yeah. lyric. Good. I love that lyric. But, yeah, look, but Mondo Rock were a big part of Aussie music in the 80s and they had many albums but the songs were 100%. They were sort of parenty songs but also the kids loved them as well. Yeah, well, the sort of I guess the parents would have followed um, Ross Wilson from Daddy Cool into, yeah. in, into Mondo, you know. And State um, of the Heart was a big contemporary, adult yeah. contemporary but amazing. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, I like that song. I like that song. And that was the way I think Mondo were on a few compilations. They did all right with the compilations. Yeah, they did. Because they were just sort of um, – their songs didn't take over. Um, they they sat within sort of other yeah. other songs within a lineup really well. Really um, good. And re- really radio friendly in that sense. Oh, Huge on radio friendly, yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right, so the next one we're going to do is um, – I put this down. Here we go. Baseline is a killer, isn't it? Yeah, the whole whole structure of the song's fantastic. Amazing. So this it, was a song that was interesting on the record too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's sort of um, for these guys. It was a little bit dancier, and and um, they used to play this in the clubs and everything. But like yeah. th- thinking of like this song as being a dance track in terms of today's, de- you know, to what they call a dance track in today's terms. It's just that is wild, you know, yeah, that well, comparison. Well, that's right. But in the 80s there were a lot of new romantic kind of clubs that this was all they'd play. Oh, yeah. We had yeah. saw a lot more segmentation with dance music like yeah. this would be something you would hear at the underground and um, – Inflation, maybe, or yeah. places in that were quite goth. Like they used to have a goth night or a, a new romantic night. Mm. So this was considered dance music because you could sort of weird out with it, you know, with your fucking yeah, bat outfit right. on, and, and yeah, you, yeah. You, you know, and it, it's amazing, amazing, and it was something you could dance to. The only thing that wasn't dance music was really rock. You know, like there was yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, it, that's it right. It was a series of kind of new romantic sort of, oh, well, I guess 
I mean, it would have been huge with the, the Blitz kids and stuff and, yeah, and hearing this. But I think exactly. the song is really beautiful. And what year was this um, compilation put out, babe? I mean, oh, what month? 82. What oh, month? what month? Oh, shit. I'll look into that. I'm not quite sure. Because I'm pretty this... sure I got this for my 13th birthday, this on record. Yeah, yeah. Well, this single um, – this single came out in April 82, so it must have been later in the year. I'll look That's what that. I'm thinking. It might have been around September because I got this record and I played it at my 13th birthday. Ah, uh, right. I can't remember what – I just remember getting it and I got this and I got um, – I think it might have been in the lexicon of love. I think it was on tape oh, yeah? with, with Select from Kim Wilde. Yeah, yeah. I, I went nuts this year. 13 was where I started waking up and really knowing what I liked, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. Often, often compilations would happen um, later in the year too before for Aussies. Yeah, before Chrissy and for in time for Aussie summer, you know, because they get um, thrashed all throughout the summer and, and yeah. uh, push those songs up the charts. And these are a bit summery, these songs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know? they've got a yeah, they've got a real um, they've they've got a real sort of warm vibe to them, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So the next track that was track seven on side two. The next track is this one is a great track. We've played this before on the um, podcast where we did the women instrumentalists, and one of my favourite all time tracks. It it's up there with um. To look at you and never speak. It's so good for oh, yeah. me tonight. It gives me the same feeling as that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I can't. Um, to look at you by any sense. Yeah, yeah, to look at you. Yeah, That's right. I'm trying to think of the fucking word like it wasn't that hard. <laughs> and um, really lovely delivery on the vocal and just really quite dark. And we hadn't. This is probably the first time I really noticed the Eurogliders. I wasn't a heaven Eurogliders. I yeah. was more of a dark Eurogliders. I love the dark stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah. this is uh, track eight without you. Love those spooky songs. Sit in the corner eating your sandwich. That kind of shit as a kid. You know what I Especially mean. Especially with you... a female vocal. Oh, incredible! Grace Knight, incredible vocalist. You yeah. know when you were little and you just enjoyed your own space and you just sat in the corner with your Vegemite sandwich and looked at other kids and <laughs> you were you didn't care what other kids thought. I remember the day I didn't care what other th- kids thought of me, and I was only young, and I just looked at them like they were all pigs. You know, it's it, funny, isn't it? Because sort of like in the eighties, psychology really started to become a like psychology. Yeah, psychology in the mainstream really became very popular, and people sharing their feelings. You know, because talk shows were becoming popular, and um, and so it was not. Un- uncommon for just people to be watching and doing a lot of thinking. Yeah, it that's right. It doesn't happen today because no, social no. media has taken it away. People don't know shit from Clay. They fucking but see they one band that. and think it's another. 
they don't have that fucking time to themselves just to have some crazy thoughts and and process shit. They like social media takes that away. The moment people have two seconds where they've got to fucking be alone with themselves, they're straight on their fucking phones. You know. Do you know Kylie was just interviewed about her new album and she said exactly that. She said, yeah. in a roundabout way, you know, TikTok it's just straight to the chorus, tick tick tick, and you just want like you've got to change your songwriting. She goes. But I haven't done a lot of that. I've wanted it to go, you know, not as fast as like when people watch TikTok because pretty much they're just training your brains to go faster and get the world faster and it's nuts and people are becoming less talented and really, I don't know, like entitled, you know. Yeah, yeah, just sort of the level of expectation is crazy. It's sort of like a real kind of now, now, now mentality. And, ah, yeah, it's really weird. But the the main thing is just not having that quiet, that quiet time to yourself. Like Mika, Mika and I were sort of just uh, talking about, um, you know, we're about to move from Williamstown and we've been yeah. sort of talking about the last couple of years here and how much we've loved it. And um, like one of our favourite bits was uh, right before Leo was born, we were going to the gym first thing in the morning. Yeah, Fuck right. it, Al. Yeah. We're going to the gym first thing in the morning at like six in the morning and then after our workout we'd um, grab a coffee and just sit down on the water and watch the sun come up. Amazing. And just having probably 15 minutes where yep. we like just sat, there was no phone, we were just enjoying the world for a moment, having a chat, waking up and you don't like you don't even get 15 minutes these no. days. No, no, you don't. And it's, it's really crazy. bad. That's why we've got so much mental health problems because oh, people aren't 100%. stopping. And 100%. they're not thinking. Like my highlight is to go down to my coffee shop and have a coffee and just – even though I'm working, I might do some stuff for the band, but just sitting there and going, what have I accomplished in the last 24 yeah. hours, you know? And yeah, just yeah. having that you time. And I've just booked a holiday for Maddie and I today. Hey. When, we, when we go to Tasmania with Rewind 80s, we're going to be there for a week. We're going to take a week oh, holiday. Oh, lovely. Yeah, because I want to do both Tasmania and, and Hobart. And I'd like to go to where I grew up, you know, and my, yeah. Mount Rumney and go up there you know, born in, in Hobart and stuff, just to see what the feelings are. Because I got a really warm feeling in Launceston, but I do get yeah. a warmer feeling in Hobart. But uh, I've just said to Maddie, we're taking a week off. I don't care what we've got. I've booked it out with Sudo. Oh, beautiful. It's all good. So I want to go away with the band. I want to do this. I want to, you know, keep this going. So um, that'll be all organised this week, which is amazing. Like oh, just beautiful. booked, you know, like I'll just yeah pay the deposit for the theatre and do all that stuff. But it's, there is something about stopping and just thinking, you know, feeling what's magic and people yeah. don't feel that, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like I would yeah. rather be sitting with my friends having a drink and a smoke and talking to them than becoming this huge famous rock star. Oh, I 100%. I don't know if I'd want that. You know what? There's something really magic about um, just – just touring with your friends playing music yeah. and it doesn't have to be about fame. No. It, it's it's just about music and having fun and chatting and drinking and And the experiences that come with it. Yeah, yeah, just the just the bizarre random stuff that happens, you know. Yeah. And to we do it We fucking we yeah. go on tour and laugh our guts out, oh, you know. My God. And then you've got to then you got to come back to real life, you know. Yeah, fucking no, it's hell. amazing. It's amazing. That's why I want to do the two days in Tassie and stay over there. But Beautiful. Look, life is uh, – you, you must slow down and really – like I've got to get back into yoga. I used to do yoga every fucking week and after COVID I just gave it up. Or oh, during COVID I couldn't do it, you know. I don't like the yeah. online one. It's shit. I can't feel <laughs> yeah. it, you know. But, yeah, um, yeah. That was um, – Without Uric gliders. Yeah, hey, beautiful. I was um I I'm I'm really taken by Eurogliders. I always have been. I you love her been. voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I, I really I generally like Perth eighties bands. There's something sort of really 
um, really special and really raw and dusty about them. Like I, I even, I mean, I consider in excess a, a Perth band. You know, yep. at the end of the day, yep, um, yep. And and I really love Perth band. She she would have she's. English originally, Grace and I, and she's quite tall, very striking, um, yeah. you know, beautiful, strong face and she would have really stood out in Perth. She would have just been, you know, a massive star. Yeah, that's right. So Brian Cannon lives next door to her kind of thing. Fuck So they, they go out and have coffee, yeah, all the time. Oh, my God, I love yeah, her. Yeah, so um, he sees her a lot. They bump into each other a lot. And, oh, wow. um yeah, apparently she's lovely, gorgeous, you know. But you're oh. right though, there are certain areas of Australia where people were very artistic and very creative and had this different thing about them. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Because uh, it wouldn't have been easy to be in a, in a state like Perth where everyone was a bit sort of the same and then you stuck out. Mm. You would have to, and I don't know if the live scene was huge over there. It's a big area, you know. It it was quite healthy the live scene over there in the eighties, yeah, I right. believe. Okay, um, but obviously things were, you know, I mean everything was Melbourne and Sydney, and so right. once bands over there got to a certain level, they ju- you know jump over. You had to come, yeah, to Melbourne or Sydney, yeah. yeah. But I th- I'm pretty sure they both live in Melbourne now, which is amazing. Oh, they do. Oh, great. Um, I just said mm. Grace has fucking coffee with Brian. Um, yeah. Now. Track nine, last track on the record was Believe It or Not, I'm Walking on Air. Fucking hate it. A big memory from childhood, guys, because it was the theme song to, um, what was it, fucking Greatest American Hero? Or yeah, whatever. I never watched that shit. What was mm. that shit? Superman fucking you know, he was, style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hi. He was just like a Dumbo who got sort of superpowers. Your band was- is like your band is like when you buy something off Amazon, and then oh, their fuck. band is like when you buy something off Wish. <laughs> Fucking love people like that. I love how they explain the band to me. Like it's, it's fucking yeah. true though. It's true. Yeah. It's like yeah. we know, we know, and you know, oh no, no fucking. Oh, there, wish you're fucking Amazon, you know. Um, and they just, the way they say it, the country people are like that. They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But uh, believe it or not, yeah, so I didn't watch that show. I thought it was a bit of a bit of an oldie version of Superman to be. And didn't he fall out of the air and shit on he, his ass? Yeah, he couldn't, yeah. he didn't, have, he didn't really have a handle on his, um, on his powers and stuff, I can't even remember how he how he got powers. The guy, but um, yeah, he was he he he'd try to fly and take off and everything, and and fucking he he couldn't land. He'd always crash land and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, um, another William, blonde. He was he was a, yeah he was blonde. Uh, William Cat. He was a school teacher. The character was a school teacher. Ah, oh, that's um, right. So it w- it was totally sort of the Superman kind of nerd during the day, and then he'd become, you know, a hero. Yeah. 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 So that's our show, lovely. There we go, guys. Rock trip eighty two. Our latest what a compilation. Record. Yeah. All Loved for it. you. And it should bring back some great memories. Especially That's if exactly you're my right. age. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we're going to get packing, guys, because we're going to um, go to Albury tomorrow we for are. a gig up there at SSNA Club. So we'll we see you are. there. So there's 280 people already coming, but you can still come if you want, but buy tickets tonight. Buy tickets uh, from the SSNA website, SSNAclub.com, I think it is. And anyway, it's on our Facebook. Our Facebook page is Rewind 80s Band. Uh, Facebook, and you can also find Rewind Eighties Band on rewindeightiesband.com for all your bookings and stuff and gigs for Chrissy. Fantastic, guys. The 80s montage. Please like, share, rate and review. Become a subscriber. Don't just listen to one episode, although we do welcome our new listeners to the episode. Jump on board and hit follow, guys, on whatever platform yeah. you listen to and mm. become a patron if you want to for as little as $1.50 a month. For $10 a month, you get the extra episodes. Absolutely. Normally recorded when we're pissed. Oh, yeah, they are. That's right. <laughs> And they're Good interesting. You and, you know, you jump on board, 
you'll hear the first one we ever did. I think I go back and do the Patreons from the first we did, which are really good. They're really funny. Yeah. And they're yeah. quite historic as well because a lot of yeah. the stuff that was happening was COVID and before oh. or after. But you know what I was thinking? That we went to that drive-in in Dandenong and did those two episodes. We did Wonder Woman and we did The Lost Boys. Yeah. All gone. Beats fucking closed gone. now. Closed. That's fucking heartbreaking, isn't it? It is. So that's historic as well. There's no more Danny Nong cinemas. Shit well, else. you'll have to come over to Coburg. We'll go to the Coburg one. We could do Coburg, absolutely. But it's sad, you know, but it just cost them oh, too 100%. much in land, land tax, you know. Oh, crazy. That's shit house, isn't it? Shocking. Yeah, it is. All right, but, baby. Good on you guys. Right. Big um, big g'day to all our listeners all around the world, guys. And if it's music mateys. Well, cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.